Welcome to the Inspired Leader, the podcast. I'm your host, Allie Stone. All of my life, I've been passionate about leadership. I've been a senior level leader in the hospitality industry since 2005, growing a chain of franchise restaurants from one unit to 12, spanning across Northern Alberta. And during that time, I've been on a journey to discover what leadership means to me and how I can utilize it to show up in my career and in my life. What I've found is that the most impactful, the most meaningful experiences that I've witnessed or been a part of as a leader have come when we connect with our hearts. Over the past decade or more, I've honed in on and refined a leadership model that speaks to this. I have developed numerous programs that help leaders deepen their understanding of the impact they can not only have on their careers, but also on the world around them. And now it's my mission to share this model of leadership through a heart-centered focus with the world. I'm the founder of The Inspired Leader, through which I mentor and coach leaders. I facilitate engaging and inspiring workshops that help you think outside of the box and connect with your heart and your emotions. And I also deliver keynote speeches to inspire and motivate teams to engage in their own personal leadership style in a way that's authentic to them. It's my hope that through these podcasts, you feel inspired to go out and challenge yourself to try new things as a leader, to show up in the world maybe just a little differently, and hopefully find a deeper connection with who you authentically are. Thank you for being here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another week of the Inspired Leader podcast. I am your host, Allie Stone. And as always, I'm super excited to be here with you. Um, Love podcasting. I love the ability to connect with other people. Um, You might know me from the Discovering Hospitality podcast, which has been an incredible adventure. And moving over into this leadership podcast, I've really realized the importance of bringing other people on here with me and still having these conversations because I think that that is what makes these podcasts beautiful. (laughs) I do not want to do them alone. So I'd like to introduce you to the beautiful Yulia Azrael today. Hi, Yulia. How are you? Hi, Ali. Thank you. I'm doing really well. It's so nice and inspiring to be with you. Oh, well, I'm so glad you could be here today. I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, And so Yulia owns Gentle Heart Yoga and Wellness, and she uh, is the founder and she is the face of this amazing company. We're going to talk a little bit about this today. Um, But I also wanted to dive today into Yulia about your story and kind of what brought you to where you are today and what the experience of being an entrepreneur has been like for you. So I think always a good place to start in these podcasts is is you. (laughs) So why don't we get you to introduce yourself to the listeners, share a little bit about your story and maybe kind of what brought you here in front of me today. Yeah, my story. I've been on the path, on my own spiritual path of really learning and reconnecting and awakening to who I am. And it started about 13, 14 years ago when I was on a path of receiving a PhD in biochemistry. And during that time period, I was definitely very disconnected from myself. I didn't know who I was. I was following my parents and society's ideas of what and who I should be and what I should be doing in the world. And I was on this autopilot 
trying to do the things that would externally would look successful or would look like I'm on the right path. And that looked like over 10 years of science and uh, really pursuing this um, career that was not really connected to my soul, my heart. I didn't feel what I was doing. I didn't feel that there was a deeper meaning in it. It was really all about societal approval and my parents approval and also my own desire to prove Mm -hmm. and when I got on the path of really started to learn and uncover a more alive and really deeply soulful part of me that I started realizing that there's a big disconnect Mm -hmm. on what makes me feel alive and when what's inside and what I'm doing out on the outside Wow. And so like, what, what was the turning point on that journey for you? So how did you start to realize, because, okay, so here, I often think that when we're disconnected from ourselves, we don't realize it. (laughs) It takes some time to become aware of these things and to realize that, Hey, I'm not happy in my life. I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm not feeling that heart feeling. I haven't experienced joy, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I usually feel at least in my own experience, it's been, time has passed, (laughs) right? And then I'm like, oh, wait, hang on a second. I'm, I'm totally disconnected from who and where I want to be. So what was that? What was the catalyst of change for you to start looking in that direction? Yeah, it was really through yoga and dance and what those things were, were really about connecting to my physical body because I lived in my head and in the ideas of what I should be or who I should be, but I was not connected to my body and what, because the intuition, the knowing, the truth, the truth is really living in the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I started, uh, while I was in grad school, I started going to this three hour yoga sessions and by the end of every time I would go for those three hours of very deeply spiritual yoga practice, I would feel like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so light, like exactly like you're describing this feeling of joy and happiness and peace, this deep peace with who I am, connection, this deep connection. Oh, I can feel that light and like really physically, like all the tensions in my body would release and I would feel like almost floating, floating, but still very connected to my body, like little by little. And then later it led into like really opening my heart. And when I like really started diving into meditation, I started feeling a lot of pain, actually just physical restriction and pain in my chest. And I, I didn't know what that was. And it wasn't until much later that I started realizing, oh, I had a broken heart Mm. from all the year. And there's a tender part of me that's an inner child, a little girl in there that has been hurt. And I've never attended to her. I don't Mm. even know she was, I didn't even know she was there and needed my attention desperately. Yeah. And how many of us don't attend to that part of ourselves, right? And I, I think there's something to be said, Yulia, about how that's scary. There's a lot of fear around going to those places inside of ourselves. We don't, we don't quite know what we're going to find. And, um, 
the journey can be really scary. And I think I totally resonated with what you were saying um, about the yoga. Uh, so I don't know, like four years ago, I started going to yoga Nidra. So my sister is a yoga teacher. I'll lay that on the table. So she's introduced me to amazing things, lots of Kundalini and I've done like amazing things and the light feeling 100%. Anyway, I started going to yoga Nidra, which is kind of like yogic sleep. I'm sure you know what it is, but for listeners, it's like almost like a big meditation down these layers, uh, the doshas or think or something. Anyway, besides the point, (laughs) I would come out of these Nidra sessions and just be like a whole new person. And I felt like my mind was on fire with ideas and I was passionate and I was excited and all these things were happening and I kept connecting it to the yoga so I became like a bit of a junkie so the teacher was like oh here she comes again (laughs) was there like every single week in this class but I will tell you that I think it was a catalyst for major change in my life and that was connecting with my heart learning more about who I authentically wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. And so I look back on that time. That was about a year that I went. Unfortunately, she doesn't teach the class anymore. Um, But yeah, it was about a year that I went and it was, it was life-changing for me. And so I think it's really cool because these experiences, they're out there for us and they're out there um, if we are searching and even if it feels a little scary, you can get involved, you know, with something or someone, somebody like you, right. That can help guide you through that process because doing it alone can feel a little bit intimidating at times. Would you agree or disagree? Absolutely. I would say that alone, not even possible. I, yeah. yeah. And having a human, human and, and community and the guide is so important. I'm so happy that you had that teacher that you were just like on, hooked on yoga nidra yes. and really felt this. I have a whole certification in yoga nidra. It's one of my main modalities that I use. Oh, amazing. I didn't even know that about you. That's amazing. Oh yeah, I love it so much. It's just, yeah. it's so impactful. I always tell people, I'm like, if you haven't tried it, you have to at least try it once because even once and you're gonna be like, holy smokes, that was an insane experience even if you never go back it's still going to heal your life in some way right so so what do you think it is that has brought you to where you are now today so you know you're you're the founder the ceo of uh gentle heart wellness um you have uh an academy you have lots of stuff going on so what what brought you here to this moment in time what has that part of the journey looked like for you Mm. Yes. So in my initial, when I first started Gentle Heart Yoga and Wellness, it was out of that desire to help everyone to experience those states of bliss, (laughs) states of bliss that is really our true nature and like really unplugged from the illusion of what's of the pressures that the society is putting on us. And from that really deep desire, I started in my nature is not extrovert. I'm very much of an introvert. And if you were to tell me like 20 years ago or even 15 years ago that I would be the founder of this company and that I would be leading women and sharing and being externally visible, that's not my who I thought I was. Mm -hmm. And I really had to get out of my own way 
because my desire to help became greater. My desire to really share what I have received was so like hot, like just, I couldn't hold, I, it, it felt selfish. It felt mm-hmm. selfish if I didn't start sharing and I didn't, if I just kept it for my own pleasure, for my own awakening, it just felt something wasn't complete. So that's what led me to starting a Confident Healer Academy out of my own pain of how confidence is not, it's something that I would describe me the least. <laughs> confidence is not something that I had growing up and meeting with women, woman after woman after woman. And I kept hearing this um, deep desire to really release the doubts, release the self-sabotage and imposter syndrome that a lot of women that I serve now experience. And this is something that is not true. I just realized in myself that all of those imposter syndrome thoughts and insecurities, it's not real. It's, it's something that we were conditioned and took on as our reality. And from that deep inner quest to heal myself, that became an external, also an external quest to help other women to do the same. I love that. And so, yeah, I kind of want to, I kind of want to hit on this imposter syndrome uh, being not real. Like I understand intellectually that it's not real, but when it's happening to me, and I think most women would agree, it feels real. And so how do you work with women who are going through, like, what do you say? How do you work with them when they have those kinds of beliefs or those kinds of thought patterns in their heads that are obviously holding them back, right? They're probably holding them back from their true greatness. Um, How do you work with that? Yeah, such a good question. Because, yeah, I would just say how I work with that, such a great question. We work on the level that's underneath the mental because beliefs such as I'm not worthy. For example, this morning I had a client who, that's exactly what we were working on, her belief, I'm not worthy. And the way to work with that is, it won't work if we just say, oh, I'm worthy, replace it with a positive affirmation. And we need to go underneath into the subconscious layers. And the way that I work is through the breath. Mm-hmm. And using the breath, there's a spe- specific uh, healing type of breath that gets us into an altered state a state where there is a deep inner knowing that gets activated it's most of us are 99 i think 95 to 99 percent unconscious we we're not conscious of what is really driving our behaviors our thoughts and patterns but when we go into that hyper aware state whatever needs to heal reveals itself. Like for example, in today's session, I had a client, we went into when she was three or four years old and there was a lot of trauma in her home. There was a lot of yelling. Her dad was extremely abusive and angry and she had, and it was not okay for her to cry. It was not allowed to cry. And, and she stuffed a lot of the fear that was like locked in the throat and in the mm-hmm. chest and through that healing process that we were in she was able to actually access that little girl and comfort her and be with her and nurture her and 
we, we, that's how we rewrite that story. We rewrite that imprint that happened early, very early on. Yeah. And there's so much to this. So, I mean, I'm trained in a lot of this stuff too. So I'm a certified meditation teacher, um, a lot of MSBR. I'm actually a certified heart math facilitator as well. And so the, the power of breath, we don't breathe like in our days, we, it, we spend, you know, maybe even multiple days in a row breathing unconsciously rather than breathing consciously. And when we make the effort to breathe consciously, we then connect our mind to our hearts. And then we're able to get into our body's intuition. We're able to start figuring out. And so I talk about all these things on a leadership level (laughs) with women too. So I think this is really cool because there is this, there is this golden thread and it is all connected. And at the end of the day, it comes down to if we don't take care of ourselves or give ourselves these, I don't know, experiences or uh, tools to connect with the deeper meaning of who we are, to connect with our hearts and our souls in different ways, then we're going to struggle on the outside, right? So there's like such an important piece to this. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite breathwork tool that you like to use? What is your, your favorite mode to use with your clients? (laughs) Good question. (laughs) I love, I love so many, but I, I would say the entry point that I love that will get anybody to into that state of higher heightened awareness is circular connected conscious breath done through the open mouth. Okay. So can we try it? Can you give me an example? I I don't know if I know this. So yeah, I'm totally open to doing it with you here and we could try it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can just say a couple of things before we try it. Why we do it through the open mouth, because it's not how usually with other practices, we usually breathe through the nose and it's not how it's encouraged in everyday life, of course. But the open mouth breath allows more oxygen. You, You take more, you can just feel like when you breathe through the nose and then when you breathe through the mouth, you're able to take in more. And that uh, creates connection, just like you mentioned, creates connection between the mind and the body and the heart. And it also connects unconscious and conscious mind. Mm -hmm. So, and so, yeah, so that's the thing. And you also mentioned, yeah, we don't breathe properly. And most people have some kind of majority of Westerners. We all have some kind of distortion in our breathing. And as a breath worker, breath work facilitator, just by looking at somebody breathing, we can see, we can tell a story of that person. We can see if there was a childhood abuse, if there was an early childhood trauma, if there was a sexual abuse if there was a breakup and wounding to the heart, you can really tell a lot by just simply looking at person and how they breathe. So this particular breathing technique done through the open mouth is a really powerful method of clearing those distortions. And there are all kinds of distortions, maybe not in, some people feel like there's no breath coming into the chest. Some people, there's a split breathing. Uh, Some people are reverse breathers. So this really clear, and some people hold their emotions, suppress their emotions, and that's how the reverse breathing happens. So for this breath, we imagine a circle that goes like this. 
and I'll say it with my words, we just breathe from the pelvis and reach and move up the spine all the way to the throat. And then the circle in front of you and down to the, to the pelvis. So just visualizing that circle and not having any pauses between inhale and exhale that clears okay. out the distortions. And so, yeah, we can try for a few moments to breathe this Sure. Way. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I've never done it, so keep guiding me. But yeah. <laughs> so before me. we start, we take like stretch your mouth, open your jaw, and just we really want to kind of open everything up and make a sound. Ha! You can even stick your tongue out, it feels silly. <laughs> and then we take three breaths to stretch the lungs and we hold it. So take a breath in and imagine that you're filling a water bottle from the bottom to the top. Okay. And at the top, take as much as you can and hold. And then just relax while you're holding. And then when you feel an urge, ah, exhale all the way to the bottom and press all the excess air and hold again empty. And then there's another urge to take a, another full breath. And relax your shoulders while you're holding. And then exhale whenever you feel the urge. Ah, the exhale is effortless. Ah, through the open it's mouth. pretty full. Yes. Full yeah. 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 <laughs> and then once we do this, this is to stretch the lungs and to prepare. And then we go into this imagining and feeling the circle. It's like an image of a waves of an ocean. And some people might start to feel a little dizzy. So it's important to stay anchored in your body, not to go into that kind of disconnected place, ungrounded place. So stay connected to your feet. Are you feeling a little dizzy or lightheaded or? No, but I can see how that could happen. <laughs> I did do um, a transformational breath workshop and it was something like this, but it was high intensity yeah. and that made me very dizzy yeah. <laughs> and very in a very altered state, yeah. <laughs> which was, which was yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I can see that. And I, um, I like this idea of breathing in a circle. The natural inclination for me is you're kind of guiding me through that is I want to stop at the start and the bottom. And so I think it's kind of like, teaching your mind and your subconscious that it's okay like it can keep going and you can kind of flow this through your body and it actually feels uh calming <clears throat> it feels calming yeah <laughs> I really yes. like I, I saw that on your face I was like you're just kind of like relax it's yeah. very relaxing and it also it could be very activating as well it could be so yeah we can think of it as a like uh, a glass where you're stirring things from the bottom, whatever gunk is there, like mud that is sitting on the bottom of the glass, we're bringing it up and we're bringing it up so we can clear it. Whatever imprints from earlier in life, childhood, any memories can come up during this process. But um, the beauty of it is to have, that's why we also mentioned, you mentioned earlier, you can do it alone. 
It, right. You need to have a safe guide who can really hold the space for you. So you can really go to that place alone. Right. You, we can go alone to those places because it, it's scary. But to have that safety and place where you can really trust that it's safe and you're being held. Yeah. Then we can clear things that are not serving us, that are sabotaging us. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And so how do you do this, Yulia, in an online world? Is your academy online? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I first started doing, of course, I've done this in person for many years. But then when we first transitioned online, I wasn't sure, but I trusted it. I trusted myself. I trusted the higher guidance. And uh, I've been really blown away how it's really all about energy mm-hmm. and intention. And when I hold the intention, like just like we are here on Zoom, you and I, when I hold the intention that you're safe and that I have ability to hold the space and guide with my heart, with my words and with my voice. And we use a lot of props, a person who, that when they're in their homes, uh, they you I invite them to move and use different props and resource themselves so that they don't feel like there, there's a lot of a lot of tools that we use. We go we do a lot of inner child and um, all kinds of things and the coaching. So there's a whole we do it as a group in the group setting and also individually. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I think that somebody begins to look for this type of healing modality or this type of um, healer, I would call you a healer in their life because they know they're stuck, right? They know that there are things that they're not getting past. What do you see as the most, I don't know if this is fair to say, but the most common things or what are the, what do you think are the most important things that people need to think about addressing um, from their lives that could help them move forward if they're in a place of feeling stuck and that they're not where they want to be. Mm. Yeah, I would say number one thing is to, that what I see is when people know that there's, I'm not in the place where I want to be, but they stay stuck in isolation. I would say number one thing is to look for a community mm-hmm. and guides and and to be surrounding yourself with, people who inspire you and help you grow. I just really look at it. And also the mindset of growth that no matter how challenging, how traumatic, how difficult, how dark things have gotten in the past, there's always way to grow and connect with the light. The light is in everyone. And no matter how it appears to be dark and hopeless, there is always away there's always an opening that is waiting on the other side of that darkness yeah yes I agree it brings me back to the good old Leonard Cohen quote there's a crack in everything but that's how the light gets in right I think it's such actually on my wall over here you can't see it but Uh it is it is such an important thing and it's actually been a guiding it's been a guiding light in my life because there have been points in my life where it's been very dark and I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. And remembering something like that, 
even though it might seem really small at some point when you're reaching out and looking for help, it's a really important reminder mm-hmm. that it's there, right? And that it exists in the world. And I think, I think that's part of the beauty and the connection of it all, right? Yeah. And what brings us all together. Yeah, what do you say about reaching out for help? I think what stops a lot of people that I work with from reaching out for help is this concept that asking for help is a sign of weakness. I actually, I 100% believe that asking for help is a sign of strength. That's how when we, we need to have community, we need to have ability to reach out and trust that there is a lot more support that majority of us have allowed ourselves to receive. And I, you know, that, that comes from a place that's not supportive, right? When we think that we can go it alone, when we start to get in this place that we don't need anybody. And, you know, before we started, we were talking about the sign behind me that says people make the world beautiful. And this is really important to me because there was a point in my life where I didn't believe people made the world beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I have made that shift, I've made that mindset shift in my life and I, it has completely changed the way I see things is so incredibly important to me. And so it's there as a reminder that it is possible and that, that anything is possible if we choose to set our hearts to it. Right. Mm, absolutely. Anything is possible. Yeah. Anything. Like if we, if we can believe that, this can be true. That is true. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, again, that's just what these, um, this idea of getting into like some self-healing will do for you. It will reinvigorate and it will reconnect you with the divine energy, right? Yeah. <clears throat> of, of the world that's yeah. all around us, but we turn ourselves off to it. Yeah. Um, the sooner we can get turned back on, the more groovy it gets, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in the Confident Healers Academy, you're working with solely women or are you working with, okay, solely women? In there. women. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a community for women, healers and visionaries and artists and coaches and yoga teachers. Love it. Love it. So um, for a woman listening today, that's like, oh, I like Yulia. She's really cool. <laughs> what could they expect if they wanted to join the Academy? What, what would that experience be like for them? It's a place where we get to be all of ourselves. Like it's a place where we can just be ourselves and feel authentic and not hide a place where you can be seen because my my strong values is helping women to shine and be seen and be heard and it's a place for healing and it's also a place for celebration and supercharging each other's visions and souls intentions and dreams and a place of going bigger than we allowed ourselves to go having a bigger impact and being the lights that we were born to be in the world shining brighter making a difference and that's so any time in my life that I have you know uh, up leveled or moved into like kind of the next phase of my life um, it's been through community. It's been through a community like that. It's been through connecting with other women and or men, but uh, mm-hmm. connecting in a way that is purposeful, that's driven, that 
moves me more towards what I would say is my authentic self, right? Like who I really want to be and how I want to show up in the world. And I just think there's so much, so much power in community right now. And I also think it's incredible because um, the pandemic was terrible, (laughs) but this, like me being able to do a podcast with you in Florida (laughs) and meeting (laughs) you, right? And being able to talk about this, this would not have happened, not very likely pre 2020, right? And so, you know, we're on opposite north, south, polar ends of the (laughs) North American continent today, and able to share this energy through Zoom, like, Mm. how amazing is that, right? And so people can join your academy from anywhere in the world, when it's an online program. It is. Yes. Yes. It's such a blessing to be able to, it also helps to see when, when women join the Confident Healers Academy, I love just hearing, oh my gosh, there are women everywhere who are just like me. The feeling of um, camaraderie and connection that women express that they just long for that we can speak the same language that we really get each other we can talk about woo woo and know that we are we really get each other we can talk about all the things and we can express things that well most people majority of the mainstream society it just feels too taboo or like too out there mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah for sure but it's important because it's bringing something to the world that has been shut off for a long time. Right. And um, not everybody's going to agree, but you know, that's okay. I think everybody's here to do their own thing and live their own journey and live their own life. Right. Yeah. And so that, that again is the beauty in all of it. Right. That's a big part of uh, releasing the imposter syndrome because a lot of us who are different we we have a different vision for we are visionaries we want a different future for the planet we we know the power of healing in inside and outside healing and when we come together it's like we're giving each other this superpower because we're no longer feeling like we're moving against stream we our stream becomes stronger Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a question for you. I'm curious. Um, I really like to ask this question on the inspired podcast, because I think it's an important thing. Um, a lot of what I focus on here is entrepreneurs. I like to hear their stories of their business and, and how they got it going and what that experience was like for them. Um, so I'm curious for you, Yulia, what has been a defining moment in your career um, that you feel like has brought you to where you are today? What is one of those things that is in your heart and you will never forget and you'll carry with you, um, whether that's a moment or an experience. I'm just curious if there's something that comes up for you as I ask that question. Defining moment in my career. I could think of, uh, defining moments when I decided to start this career I can think of those moments let me think about you are asking during while I'm already been on this path right yeah I yeah I'm curious like what has helped guide you and keep you moving forward what are the things that are coming up for you I mean we can also talk about the defining moments that got you here too if you have some of those you know I'm thinking what really has been defining for me is 
it's not like one instant, but it's a continuation of two things. Kind of, they are two sides of the same coin. Um, working with the money blocks and looking internally that I had a lot of unconscious money blocks. And they were also tied to my sense of unworthiness. And the second part is hiring coaches who helped me break through those money blocks and seeing, and yeah, many, I've had many, many different coaches, business coaches and purpose coaches who helped me see, first of all, really clearly see that those were the blocks. That's not the reality. It's just something that I have an opportunity to break free from and, and showing me the path to grow. What's the path to growth and looking outside of my current paradigm and looking the possibilities that like just continuously opening my eyes to a greater possibilities. I love that. I, um, I talk a lot with my clients about the edges of our consciousness. <laughs> and I always say there are edges, even though you might not believe it, there are edges to which you are willing to see right now. And that's the power in coaching. My, my job today is just to help you peer, peer around the corner <laughs> and see if there's something else out there for you. And when you look, you're going to be surprised at what you see. Like, you're going to feel empowered and you're going to feel like there's things that you can go and do that you never dreamt of. And I think that's so cool because you really highlight the beauty in coaching. Because I think you probably get this too, but a lot of people are like, well, what is coaching anyway? <laughs> right? What's it going to do for me? And you're coaching on a spiritual level, but we're all coaching towards, you yeah. know, you know, we're trying yeah. to help people move forward past the things that are holding them back. Yeah. And it's so powerful. Yeah. 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 And I think like, exactly. Like now we went, then I think a little bit more about what was the defining moment actually it was investing, investing into coaches. Like I remember the very first time when I invested 8,500 US dollars and then another time, 12,000 and another time, 17,000 for a year long coaching. I remember from the first time when I did it, how hard it was. Yeah. It just felt like such a uh, interrupt to my conditioning. It was a huge, like really stretching outside. How did you call it? The conscious. Yeah. The edges of your consciousness. The edges of your consciousness. It was not in my consciousness to invest 8,000, 12,000, $17,000. But when I did it, I just remember this powerful energy moving through me and my my whole body knew that this was right. And intuition knew, of course, the mind was scared of doing something that was so outside of my box. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, uh, the money fear is, I don't want to say it's real, but it's big, right? It's big for people, depending on your upbringing, depending on what happened in your childhood, depending on what you knew as money, uh, about money growing up, right? Like it can really impact your ability to spend. And I often, I often say this, but like, you know, people will be like, Oh, I'm working really hard and saving all this money. And, you know, maybe I'm coaching somebody and I'll be like, well, what are you going to do with all that money? <laughs> Where are you going to spend it? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, money's not meant to be held. It's meant to be shared. It's meant to be, it's meant to make the world a better place. Like go out and earn it, but also give it back. You have to keep it cycling. It's, it's an energy flow. 
And when it gets stuck, that's when we're really in trouble, right? Yes. So flowing, yeah. looking at it as an energy flowing. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. It. It's, it's yeah. such an important thing. Um, have you read the book, The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist? I have. I love yeah. that book. I love Me it. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So for anybody listening, that's a great book you might want to get if you're thinking about money and blocks you might have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we start to wrap this up, this has been an amazing conversation. I have absolutely loved it. <laughs> and as we start to wrap this up, Yulia, um, why don't we get you to tell the listeners where they can find you um, if they want to connect with you? Yeah, the website is Gentle Heart Yoga and Wellness. And I would also be honored to offer if anyone would like to women who just really feel like they're ready to stretch into those edges of consciousness and break through, have a breakthrough around confidence and self-worth and ability to shine and share your gifts. I have a free um, confidence breakthrough session that I'm so happy to offer to the women and Ali, you will have the link for it. Yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes for anybody listening and you can reach out to Yulia anytime. I'm sure she would love to hear from you. And I'm sure she'd even love to hear the thoughts on the podcast. And uh, I'm sure it might have spurred some questions and some listeners today. I might sit on this later and be like, oh, I should have asked Yulia. <laughs> That's right. what happens yeah. to me. <laughs> I just get immersed in the conversation and then later I'm like oh I totally should have asked her this but yeah. that's okay <laughs> anyhow this has been a uh an immense pleasure today I am so grateful I highly value time and I know it's the most non-renewable resource we have in the entire world and I am so grateful for you choosing to spend your minutes with me here today and uh, sharing your heart and your voice with the listeners, Yulia. You are a beautiful person. Thank you. Thank you, Ali. Same with you. I feel so honored to connect with you and just feel as a sister on a very similar mission that we are here to, to wake up the world and to support more and more people to grow and be the best, the best versions of ourselves. So I so appreciate your time and inviting me to your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an honor sharing this podcast with you. If you like it, share it with a friend. We're always made stronger by supporting one another. And if you'd like to learn more about The Inspired Leader, you can find me at theinspiredleader.com, The Inspired Leader on Facebook, Instagram, Stone underscore underscore, A-L-L-Y, and LinkedIn at Allie Stone. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to connect.